everybody, welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I hope everybody's New Year's going well. Going to start off news out of Iraq. So drones attack U.S. Ain al-Assad base in Iraq again. So that thing's getting attacked again. According to Sabri News, a telegram channel associated with Iraqi Popular Mobilization Unit, better known for Arabic, Arabic Hassad al-Shabibi, the attack was carried out Tuesday morning by several explosive-laden drones targeting U.S. military dormitory and missile depots. AFP cited U.S. coalition official claiming that the attack by two drones at the base had been thwarted. Iraq media also reported that two U.S. military logistics convoys were targeted in Baghdad and Samoa on Tuesday morning. Also on Monday, there are reports that U.S. victory base at Baghdad airport had been targeted by two drones. Interesting. The attacks came as millions of people in Iraq and Iran commemorated the second martyrdom of the anniversary of Iran's top anti-terror commander, Lieutenant General Qasim Soleimani. The date for the withdrawal of the U.S. combat force from Iraq ended on New Year's Eve, and the Iraqis have Soleimani, uh, and the Iraqis have Soleimani, the commander of the Quds Forces Iran, a revolutionary Quad corps. We all know about Soleimani getting exploded. He was assassinated along with his companions, a U.S. drone strike authorized by former President Donald Trump near Baghdad Airport, January 3rd, 2020. So ever since then, there have been a few retaliatory attacks. They're highly popular because of their key role in eliminating U.S.-backed ISIS group in the region, particularly in Iraq and Syria. General Soleimani was assassinated by the U.S. while he was in Baghdad at the official invitation of the Iraqi government. Two days after the attack, the Iraqi lawmaker approved a bill that requires government to end the presence of all foreign military forces led by the U.S. in the country. Well, that's nice, but it sounds like U.S. is still there. <laughs> I wish you do like the military presence in Iraq. Check that out. All right. Activists, is, <laughs> activists are urging Tesla to close its new Xinjiang showroom. Tesla CEO, uh, let's see, Elon Musk on the road. Oh, anyway, so let's see. Okay. American activists are appealing to Tesla to close its new showroom in China, northwest region of Xinjiang, where officials accused of abuses against Muslim ethnic minorities. Tesla on Friday announced the opening of its new showroom and said that it's on Chinese social media, let's start Zhejiang with an all-electric journey. The Council on American Islamic Relations and American Organization based in Washington on Monday urged Tesla and its chairman Elon Musk to close the showroom and seize what amounts to economic support for genocide. Pressures on companies to take foreign positions on Zhejiang, Tibet, Taiwan, and other political charge issues have been rising. The ruling Communist Party pushes uh, pushes companies to adopt its position in their advertising and website. It attacked clothing and other brands that express concerns about forced labor and abuses of Zhejiang. So why... If they're so, if they're so different than us, why do we continue? I'm talking about uh, their government-wise, how they rule. Why do we continue to do business there? It's a lot of money, that's for sure. No American corporation should be doing business in the region. That's a focal point of a campaign, genocide targeting a religious and ethnic minority. So that's what Abraham Hooper said. He's the leader of the group that is protesting against Tesla over there. Activists and foreign minister governments say one million Uyghurs and members of other mostly Muslim minorities have been confirmed in detention camps in Xinjiang. 
Chinese officials reject accusations and abuses that the camps are, are for job training and to combat extremists. <laughs> Has anybody seen those pictures? I'm laughing because what a damn joke that is. And it's allowed to happen. It's like everybody turns their head. On Friday, the ruling party disciplined agency threatened Walmart Incorporated with a boycott after some shoppers complained online that they couldn't find goods from Xinjiang and its Walmart and Sam Club stores in China. They couldn't find... Oh, interesting. In December, Intel Corp., the world's biggest maker of Intel computer chips, apologized for asking suppliers to avoid sourcing goods from Xinjiang after state press attacked the company comments online call for boycott of its good. Wait, Intel apologized for asking suppliers to avoid sourcing from Xinjiang? The United States has barred imports of goods from Xinjiang unless they can be shown not to be made by forced labor. China is one of Tesla's biggest markets and the company's first factory outside the United States opened in Shanghai 2019. Other foreign auto brands, including Volkswagen, General Motors, Nissan, have shown rooms in Xinjiang operated by automakers and the Chinese joint venture partners. VW also operates a factory in Urumqi. Urumqi? Probably pronounced that wrong. All right. China and U.S. signal arms control intent and statement with nuclear states. China has joined the U.S. Russia, France, and the U.K. signaling its intent to curb nuclear proliferation with a joint statement released by concurrently five nations on Monday. Washington and Moscow control what are currently the world's two largest arsenals. Nuclear arsenals. Really. But the U.S. has sounded an alarm over Beijing's rapid arm buildup. The Pentagon estimated last November that Chinese military power project that Beijing will operate around 700 warheads by 2027, at least 1,000 by the end of the decade. The Chinese government, meanwhile, has all but dismissed arms control dialogue with its nuclear stockpile, estimated between 200 and 300 currently, remains dwarfed by the U.S. and Russia. It argues that nuclear deterrent is the defensive in nature, as evidenced by its stated no-first-use policy. Chinese stressed that would engage in Washington on a bilateral basis. That's good. Let's talk it out. Let's not blow each other up to smithereens. Okay. Japan is uh, boosts Coast Guard fleet to counter increasing Chinese patrols near its disputed Daiyu Islands. Japanese Coast Guard is to get 10 new patrol vessels by the end of the decade, development that has likely increased tensions with Beijing. The move comes amid Japanese claims that the Chinese ships are increasingly entering waters around the disputed East China Seas with 34 intrusions last year. The Japanese Coast Guard conducts uh, exercises against a uh, self-defense force, um, regularly over there. Japan will add about 10 new patrol vessels to its Coast Guard fleet in coming years as it steps up efforts to counter increasing Chinese activity. The first of the additional Coast Guard ships weighing about 1,300 tons with a crew about 30 is due to deploy with the next two years with the rest being launched before the end of the decade. Japan's Coast Guard is not only a military organization but under the Police Official Duties Execution Act the vessels are permitted to fire upon a foreign vessels that prevent to prevent a heinous crime, including an attempt to land at Shenikos, uh, one of the islands there. On Monday, Japan's Coast Guard reported that Chinese government ships entered its territorial waters around the disputed East China Sea at least 34 occasions last year. Poking the bear. All right, going to finish off with this one. Mexico is offering Julian Assange asylum for a second time. Mexico's president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, said he sought a pardon for Julian Assange from the former leader, U.S. Trump, before he left office last year and repeated his offer of asylum for the WikiLeaks founder. Last month, Australian 
Assange moved closer facing criminal charge in the United States for one of the biggest leaks of classified information. I think he's in, where is Julian right now? But if I was Julian, if I could get out, <laughs> I would go to Mexico. As for a nice place on the beach in Baja, uh, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I'd be out in a second. Say, really? Are you, are you being honest? All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, everybody, thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason Sinclair. Take care. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.